is Yvonne Strahovski and you're listening to Chuck Bosa's podcast. Hi, my name is Graham Jones, but you can call me Gray. This is my show. It's about Chuck. It's filled with interviews, the latest news, crazy co-hosts, and spoilers that'll make your day. Oh, wait, wait, I need to go back. I host these TV nights. They used to be pretty boring, but everything changed when I found NBC's new show, Chuck. Pretty soon, my TV night got pretty crowded. Guys I didn't even know were showing up the door. Big important guys. Really scary, nasty, get killed for hosting them guys. Next thing I know, these super episodes are downloaded into my brain. Which means every moment of my life, I'm thinking about Chuck. ChuckTV.net sent their top people to protect me. That's Mel and Liz. They're pretty zany. They co-host with me now as a cover. So now I must welcome you to Chuck vs. the Podcast. The first and only podcast for NBC's Chuck. This is Gray. This is Mel. And I'm Liz. And you're listening to episode one of Chuck versus the podcast for Wednesday, January 23rd, 2008. We've got an exciting show planned for you, including an interview with none other than Australian actress Yvonne Strahovski, who plays CIA agent Sarah Walker on the show. Mel, you got to tell us, what was it like talking with her? It was great. She's really sweet. And she had a lot of um, interesting things to say about not just working on check, but some other things that she's been doing, um, especially her theater work. So that was fun. I can't wait to hear about it. Who are we? As for me, I'm a TV editor and writer located in Toronto. And Mel and Liz, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves, especially what you do for the Chuck fans? I'm Mel, and I'm from Kansas, and I work at a local university here. And I'm Liz, and I live in Chicago. I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I'm a homeschooler, homeschool the kids. And we are all confessed chuckaholics. Yeah, the first step in recovery is admitting you have a problem. I have a problem. I have a problem. I have a problem and two little problems. <laughs> well, together, Liz and I run um, ChuckTV.net and YvonneStrahovski.net. Which are two amazing websites. You really have to check them out. Beautiful layout. Uh, lots of great information, relevant and current. Great news. I'm going to say it again. I love promoting these guys. ChuckTV.net and ivanstrahovsky.net. That's Strahovsky with an I, and if you still can't spell that, just go to chucktv.net, and there's a link there that will take you to ivanstrahovsky.net. www.chuckpodcast.com is uh, the main site where you can get all the latest episodes. It's a pretty simple site. It's basically just a content delivery system. Uh, all the newest info on that kind of thing you're going to get from chucktv and ivanstrahovsky.net. As, as Gray was saying, on our websites, we have um, we try to keep up with all of the latest news. We post the high-resolution photos for the episodes, and we also post a couple thousand screen caps for each episode after they air. Do you say in the thousands? Yes, a couple thousand. It's usually around 1,800 to 2,100 screen caps. So you practically have the whole episode as a slideshow? Pretty much. We want to catch all of the little details because, you know, they have so many great sight gags in there, too. Oh, Absolutely. The reason for so many partly is it makes it easier for those fans who are really into their photoshopping, making wallpapers and icons and graphic banner signatures, myself being one of them. It's just fun to have more to play with, um, different head poses, different hand motions that can be reproduced on a graphic can be pretty cool, pretty interesting. So. Yeah, Liz makes some really cool stuff. I am not at all guilty of that. <laughs> A little bit sarcastic because I did that uh, teaser. I have a lot of fun with that stuff. Yeah, the teaser is really awesome. But yeah, the, the more complicated stuff, I leave that up to Liz. So what more can you tell us about your sites? 
Well, we also have a forum where um, we don't have a lot of people posting right now, you know, because we've been in hiatus. But with these new episodes coming, I hope there's going to be a lot to discuss. So you should come over and join and um, talk about what's going on. Absolutely. Especially with Chuck. It's so much fun to just sit and chat about our favorite Chuck, our yeah. favorite dude, our favorite geek. We're going to talk a little more about the, the strike later on and what it means for Chuck fans. But what I've been rediscovering, and, and I think it's a great idea for, for you, especially all of you in the U.S. I'm, of course, in Canada. In the U.S., you can download the episodes um, on the NBC site. Is that correct? Yes, you can do it there. We also have a link to Amazon.com where you can actually purchase them for, I think it's like $1.99 or $1.89 and download them directly to your computer and watch them anytime you want. And then I believe iTunes you can also download. We unfortunately don't have that here in Canada. Hopefully it'll be coming soon. But I taped them all. I, I did it the old-fashioned way. And what I'm loving doing is, is actually going back and re-watching all of the episodes. I'm finding the second viewing is literally just as good as the first. Sure, there's so many extra new things that you pick up when you watch it again for the second and the third and the fourth time. That's what's so great about this show is that it's so layered. There's always something new to see. Now, Mel, you've been working with Fans for the Writers and have been asked by them to be the fan liaison for Chuck. I just noticed that on your website, uh, posting that publicly. Can you tell us more about this? Sure. Um, it's actually fansforwriters.com, and the four is the number four. And they are working with pretty much every fandom and every writer to match up liaisons so that the writers have a way to talk with the fans and say, you know, hey, we appreciate your support. Here are other ways you can help us as we're engaged in the strike. And it's also a way for the fans to ask the writers, you know, what's going on? How can we help? Just kind of keep both sides up to date because, you know, the fans, without the fans, there aren't any shows. So this is a way for the fans to have a voice in the middle of all of this. I'm loving it. It's pretty awesome on this side because we're able to get some great interviews. Can you tell us about some of the people you've interviewed already? Sure. I've interviewed, of course, Yvonne Strahovski, which we'll be hearing later. Julia Ling, who plays Anna Hu in Czech, the lone girl nerd herder and Morgan's soulmate, I think. And also Sarah Lancaster, we talked with a few weeks ago. And we're going to get a lot more on the podcast, we hope, in the next few months. Absolutely. So this this takes us in, I guess, to strike news. You were mentioning that Fans for the Writers is something that's associated with the writer's strike. What can you tell us about what's going on with the strike right now? Well, there are a couple of uh, recent developments in the past uh, week or so. The Directors Guild reached an agreement recently with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers. And that looks to be at least a stepping stone for the writers to come back to negotiate. And there are reports of preliminary talks starting up between the studios and the writers again that just came out this weekend. So we're hoping that's a really positive step forward and, and that this is on the way to being resolved because we want more Chuck. Now, I was reading about on, on ChuckTV.net about an activity that fans can participate in. Yes. Les Moonves, who's the president of CBS, has indicated publicly that he's ready to return to the table to negotiate with the writers and the CBS fans a couple of weeks ago launched a call-in and write-in campaign in support of the statement to to say, we support you, Les, we're, we're behind you, we want you to get back to the table. Um, and so now those fans are, are calling for um, the non-CBS fandoms to get involved now and say, we support you and, and we, want all, we want all of the networks to get back to the bargaining table and make a deal. So they're asking for... Uh, for example, for fans of Chuck, to call Les Moonves directly. Actually, you'll get his secretary, but this number does bypass the CBS switchboard, so I'm going to go ahead and give it to you. It's also posted at ChuckTV.net. The number to call is 
975-4545. And that does take you directly to Les Moonves secretary and just very politely say, this is Mel, I'm in Kansas, and I'm a fan of NBC's check. We heard that Mr. Moonves is, is ready to get back to the bargaining table with the writers, and we just wanted to say we're happy to hear that. And we want the writers to have a fair contract so we can get our shows back. And we're hoping that his example will be followed by other executives. It's a way for the fans to say, you know, don't forget about us. We're a part of this also. And then the address where you can write a letter to him is also posted at checktv.net. So if you're interested in doing that as a form of support for the writers, then go for it. Yeah. And, and I think it's really important that people realize that your voice is very important. Both sides, the, the writers and the networks, they believe obviously very strongly in their positions. But a lot of, the, a lot of it is they're guessing what fans want. And we want to let them know what we want. It's really cool in this age with the internet being able to bring us all together in a united way. It, that gives us the chance to, to speak up in mass and say, hey, this is what we want. We want to be sure that our voice is being heard in the middle of all of this also. And again, that, all that info is on chucktv.net. Yes, it's under the heading Writer's Strike. Well, you can find out more about all of this, um, including what's, what's going on with internet rights. They have a lot of that information posted at fansforwriters.com and also at unitedhollywood.com, which is the uh, portal that the, the writers are actually using. Now, we do want to move into other news. Now, I'm a Canadian, and uh, I don't want for you Americans to be envious of this, but uh, Chuck did air on Monday in Canada. Actually, both episodes aired back-to-back on City TV and, uh, and are also airing on, on Thursday night on NBC carried here in, in Canada. But um, Mel, can you, can you explain, there's a, something, some kind of a sandwich deal going on on Thursday night in the States. NBC is giving us a Chuck sandwich tomorrow night, Thursday night, the 24th. First episode of Chuck will air at 8, 7 Central, and then there will be an episode of Celebrity Apprentice at 9, 8 Central, and then the second episode of Chuck will air after that at 10, 9 Central. So we will be getting both episodes of Chuck in one night. Want to spend Thursday night with me? How about a sandwich? Okay, guys, I can't do this. Yeah, yes, you can. Look, you're doing great. This is Thursday on NBC. It's a Chuck sandwich, an all-new Chuck followed by an all-new Apprentice, and then another all-new Chuck, all hosted by us, the cast of Chuck. I'm telling you, Vaughn, it is so sexy. So sexy. Man, free food. Adam, I, I wouldn't eat that. That's a plastic sandwich. Hit me with that. Yeah, you got it, buddy. Work it. Work that camera, bro. Show them Thursdays are about. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it seems from that promo that they're actually going to be doing things in between in, in that sandwich. During the two episodes of Chuck that will be airing, the cast themselves are going to host it. And you'll actually hear Yvonne talking a little bit about shooting those promos in her interview coming up. Now, about the podcast, where you can find us, if you found this one, you got one place. But at www.chuckpodcast.com, you can get the latest episode, you can get a teaser, you can get current news about the podcast. There's an FAQ, which you can find all this information and a little bit of info about us. But you can find us on iTunes, you can find us on Podcast Alley, and you'll notice on our website there's a subscribe button. If you click that button, 
you can get your iTunes to subscribe so that whenever a new episode comes out, it'll sense it automatically. And so it's a lot less work to do that. Now, there's two flavors. There's the enhanced AAC, which is far preferable because you get all the images to the podcast, web links and chapters and, and things like that. So you can skip ahead or skip back through the images. If you have an iPod, it supports that format. If you play it on your computer through iTunes or through QuickTime Player, you can see enhanced AAC. But we also give you an MP3 version just in case you have an MP3 player that doesn't support those extra features. So make sure that if you if you can't view enhanced AAC, go to the podcast MP3 link on the website, and that'll take you to a place where you, you can subscribe to the MP3 version of the, of the podcast. So again, all this information is on the www.chuckpodcast.com site. And great. Um, is there a way where everybody can send emails? Absolutely. We want to hear from you. Mail at chuckpodcast.com is the place to send us your emails, and we want to hear from you. We'll answer questions on the show. Please let us know where you're emailing from. We will read emails on the show. We will try to respond to you. I don't know how many emails we're going to get, but we'll do our best to respond to your emails either in an email or on the show. And uh, it's, it's great to be able to, to share as a fan in that kind of thing. Absolutely. We'd love to hear from you. And when you do email in, make sure that you specify who the question is for. If it's for Gray or for me or for myself or for Liz or for all of us together, and we will get back with you. However, Liz only takes compliments on her beauty. Remember that. <laughs> compliments on the beauty. Oh, Liz, you're so pretty. <laughs> And now for the main event, Mel's interview with Ivan Strahovski. We do want to apologize for the sound quality of the interview. Unfortunately, the phone that Ivan was using for the interview was not the greatest. We do want to thank audio engineer Dave Beckford here in Toronto, who did his best to clean up the sound. Luckily, you can hear everything that she says, and it's a great interview. So here we go. This is Mel with Chuck Versus Podcast, and we're here with Ivan Strahovski. Thanks so much for talking with us. It's, yeah, no it's such a treat to get you. <laughs> since since you are fairly new with the to, to viewers in the U.S., you know everybody wants to know where did she come from and what did she do before. And I mean, we know you're from Australia. Yeah. And we actually we interviewed Sarah Lancaster a few weeks ago, and and she described you as she's from Australia and she was quite the adventuress. Uh huh. <laughs> so how, how what do you do to earn the title of adventuress? Um, no, um, I guess, well, you know, I, I'm sure you've heard plenty of times that we have a lot of um, fun on set. Um, sure. We all get along so well, and we always have um, some crazy moments, actually a lot of crazy moments. We all got together, actually, today, because we were shooting um, some promos for, they're airing the last two episodes um, that we've shot so far on Thursday the 24th. Did you know that? Yes, we did, and we're very excited. Yeah, so we all saw each other yesterday, and um, it was a lot of fun. It was like a big reunion for us. Yeah. Each other again, yeah. Yeah, I guess you guys probably haven't been together since before Christmas, huh? Yeah, that's right. We wrapped, um, I think, on the 5th of December, so it's been a long time. Uh, that must have been fun. It was fun. It's um, The spots should start airing today, actually. On... Oh, wow. Okay, well, we'll have to watch for those. Mm-hmm. And get them, you know, they'll be on YouTube in like five minutes. Exactly. What What is it that led you into acting? Do you have a family background in acting or? 
Um, no, my parents are both into, well, my mom is into science and my dad is um, an electronic engineer. Mm-hmm. So um, my dad used to sing in a band. That's probably oh. um, where the performance side comes from, I guess. Um, and my mother uh, is very creative, actually. She's always painting and doing some sort of photography or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically, I guess I'm the first one to do the acting thing. But I guess, I don't know, I always wanted to do it. I was always involved in, you know, all the high school drama productions and musicals. And I grew up dancing as well. So from 5 to 18, I used to dance all the time. And, you know, at home I would always, in my free time, I would make my friends kind of come over and we'd get the camera out and we'd film, make up our own TV shows and make up our own documentaries or um, you know, or like or film television commercials that we made up or that we were, you know, um, uh, making fun of on the television. And um, those tapes are very funny, actually. I still have those. <laughs> That's awesome. What kinds of what kinds of commercials? I mean, did you make up products and, and do commercials for them, or were they products that actually existed? Oh, uh, kind of. We used to we used to make fun of the morning shows where they would advertise, you know, like all the kind of home shopping stuff. You know, like the tummy trimmer products and all those exercise things, and then we make up fitness shows and <laughs> yeah, and yeah, well. twenty minutes a week, and you'll look like this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and um, and there was a show actually in Australia called Full Frontal, which could, which was like a comedy sketch show, and uh-huh. I take that as well. But um, yeah, so I guess I was always uh, a bit of a show off like that. And then finally, after high school, uh, I went straight into three years of drama school, and and I started working in the Australian industry professionally, and this for three years, and this is my fourth year out in America. So you're not exactly an overnight success, but you really you've come a long way in just a short amount of time. Yeah, it was kind of a surprise coming here. Actually, I wasn't um, planning on coming here that early. I mean, it is knew that I wanted to come to L.A. and, and try my luck here, and um, I, I decided to come earlier than I thought and um, got the job within the week, <laughs> the first week of being here. I heard that you sent, I heard that you sent the, the, the Czech um, producers your, your audition tape over the Internet, and then... I did, yeah. Yeah, I was I was shooting a series at the time, so I had I couldn't come um, as early as I would have liked to pilot season. So while I was shooting the series, whenever my managers would send over some scripts and some auditions, I would um, hire a studio in Sydney and put down my audition, and we would send it over over the internet on like QuickTime file. So um, I must have just filmed Chuck audition and then uh, flown in. In early February, and they must have just watched it, and then it all kind of happened very quickly from there. Because from from all accounts, it sounds like you're going to be there for a while. Yeah, <laughs> the show's getting so such a. I mean, it's got a pretty big fan base. It does, yeah, it does. yeah. Um, it's going to start over in um, a whole bunch of other countries. I'm I'm going to Australia actually in February for a press tour. 
Um, oh, excellent. That's kind of interesting as well because I um, am leaving on February the 7th, and it's funny because it'll be like coming full circle. That's when I arrived here on February the 7th. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and I haven't been back to Australia, so it's going to be great, I think. Yeah. We Americans, we're just fascinated with anyone who sounds different than us, you know? Yeah, I've noticed. So, and it's, <laughs> yeah, and especially when you, when you can then, you know, mimic another accent so completely. It's almost like speaking another language. It is, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Actually, um, another, I don't know if you noticed, but I speak Polish. Polish was actually my first language. Really? Yeah, because my, my whole family is Polish. I um, left Poland to come to Australia about, I don't know, 26 years ago, and I was born in Australia, but because my parents were both from Poland, we spoke Polish at home um, mm-hmm. first, and then I went to school and, of course, you know, grew up in an English-speaking country, so my Australian right. is better, my English is better, but... um. Yeah, Polish. I'm fluent in Polish, and I read and write, and I talk to my whole family in Polish. Wow. Do you think we'll ever get to see that on the show? Like, there with was, Sarah goes undercover as a Polish diplomat? Yeah, that would be kind of cool. I, there was one line uh, that I did speak in Polish that was, um, I think it was episode, Chuck versus the Wookiee, I think it was episode three, um, uh-huh. where Karina, the other um, agent, comes into town and um, she comes to get me with Chuck, and she says something to me, because she's Swedish, and she says a line to me in Swedish, and I respond to her in Polish. What are you going to do? Fight us all? All by yourself? She's not by herself. I don't know if many people caught that. It was very quick, but... <laughs> well, I I knew that you were, you know, speaking in another language, but I didn't realize that you were speaking in Polish. Oh, yes, yes, I was. Wow. And then, That's really cool. You kind of got to squeeze that in there. I did, yeah. There's going to be... Yeah. Uh, there'll be a little bit of Russian in the next episode that's going to air on the 24th, and... Um, and what else? And there's some German as well that I speak while I'm uh, at Wienerlicious. So we throw it in here and there. Are, are you very much like Sarah, or are you just parts of her like you? How are you guys the same, and how are you guys different? Um, well, I, we're, I guess we're, we're very different in a lot of ways. Um, I guess one of the, the, the big similarities is the... Um, physical sort of aspect of her. I I certainly uh don't know how to how to, you know, kill people with all <laughs> But I do I'm I'm very active like that and I do like, like I train, I do kung fu and I rock climb and I hike all the time and um I love, you know, mountain climbing and things like that. So I love adventurous things. So that's where the she's an adventurous comes from. I guess so. Sarah was saying, Sarah Lancaster, yeah. <laughs> I guess. You're right. She does get to be so physical, but then we get those, those really vulnerable moments. Like um, when she was talking to, to Casey about does he ever wish he could just settle down and, mm. you know, that about made me cry with that little scene. Did it? It was so poignant, you know, because it was right after Bryce, had, you know, she had made her decision. 
between Bryce and Chuck and yeah. and you know she was just obviously dealing with uh, some emotional fallout there and mm. do you ever just want to have a normal life have a family children the choice we made to protect something bigger than ourselves is the right choice hard as that is for you to remember sometimes I'll talk to Chuck. And if I can't fix this, then I'm going to ask for a reassignment. Yeah, well, it's tough. I mean, she has to, she's given her life over to the CIA, and yet how do you um, suppress natural human emotions that come through and connections that you make with people? It's, it's the uh, forever struggle that she has. <laughs> so you, you work mostly with the boys. I do, um, yeah. Yeah, how, how do you keep them in line? How do I keep them in line? Yeah, on the set, because I know from what I've heard, Zach and, and Jasper and, and Adam are quite the cut-ups. So. Uh-huh. Um, Someone must be keeping them in line there. It's got to be you. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is it going to be? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I often use Adam as my punching bag, actually. Oh, yeah? He provides for a good punching bag, yes, yes. And um, Zach and I are usually just quite disgusting on set, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So wait a minute, are you telling me it's that you're actually part of the boys' club? I kind of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> more um, part of the boys' club than the girls' club, I think. Well, you, you were telling us a little bit about, you know, working with Zach and working with Adam. You, you haven't really gotten to work with Sarah Lancaster a whole lot. No. You know, we're, it's the the... Agent Sarah and, and Ellie, mm. um, it'd be fun to see more of them together. Yeah, it would be. Um, it's Yeah, there's been a couple of scenes, but um, it's not often that that gets to happen. It's funny because it's like bringing, because I, I kind of represent the more serious side of the series, whereas Ellie is part of the, the comedy sort of side of the series. So when we come together, it's kind of an interesting. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. Yeah. I think they should have a girls' night out, you know? They should, actually. That's a good idea. See what happens. Yeah, see how Sarah handles herself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It would be quite an abnormal situation for her. And, you know, the show being what it is, there would certainly be some kind of danger involved that Ellie doesn't know about, and Sarah's trying to protect her. Mm, that's a really good idea, actually. Um, I might have to pitch that to the writers. <laughs> you filmed a movie. Um, I guess after the Chuck pilot was shot? Yeah, yeah. Is that's that right? right. Is that um, Canyon? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, what's that about? Um, that's about a young uh, couple who have just recently gotten married. And they, go, um, they get married in, in Vegas and they, you know, spontaneously, and they go on a honeymoon trip to the Grand Canyon. And... Um, they decide that they want a guide to take them down into the canyon. Um, and the guide is played by Will Patton. Um, I'm the wife, and the husband is played by Ian Bailey. And, um, and so we go down into the, can into the Grand Canyon, and um, we decide to go off into more remote areas, and the guide takes us and shows, you know, all sorts of beautiful places where the tourists don't go. And things kind of start going horribly wrong. I guess it's a, a survival story 
of what happens. I can't reveal anything else. <laughs> it sounds right up your alley, though, as far as you know, being being outdoors and you know hiking and. Yes, I'm, I oh, I loved shooting that film. It was amazing. We got to go to all sorts of amazing locations, Arizona um, and Utah. We spent a lot of time in Moab, and <laughs> it was awesome. I mean, we were out in the elements. We saw snow, and we were out in really hot, hot desert weather, and it was an amazing experience. It was tough at times, but um, and you had to kind of just let the sand get everywhere for the whole <laughs> time we were shooting. But, um, no, it was fabulous. I loved it. When is, is that coming out this spring, or have they set a release date yet? No, I, they haven't. I think it might come out in the fall. I'm not sure. Okay. We'll have to watch for that, too. Yeah, definitely. I had another question here for you about Chuck and Sarah. Mm-hmm. You know, because everybody wants to know about that relationship. Yeah. And where do you think it's going? Do you think um, there's going to be any progress for a while, or are we at a standstill, not just because of the writer's strike, but, you know, it's because of what's been going on between the two of them? Um, uh, well, I, I don't know what's going to happen to them. It's, it's like I said before, it's that constant struggle with Sarah of um, her job versus her heart, yes. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, clearly she has a very big soft spot for Chuck, and, you know, she likes him a lot, but um, what can you do? She's working with him just to protect him. Right. Kind of a conflict of interest. That's true. Uh, as far as protecting him, you know, they they left us on a, a cliffhanger with the last episode that aired that um, Casey's director called him and said, you know, you're not getting attached, are you? You'll, you'll do what you have to do. And he said, mm-hmm. yeah, he would. Are we going to see more with that? In these next two episodes, or are we still waiting to see what happens? Uh, I think it, that won't be touched on too much. I think the, the next episodes are more about other stuff. Okay. Mm. So that's something they're setting up for future episodes. I guess so, yeah. We don't really know that much, actually. The, the writers don't tell us a lot <laughs> what they have. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so you can't tell people like me. Yeah, that's right. It's <laughs> not very good thing because I'm a pathetic liar. <laughs> We do that on it because I lie for a living, I guess. Ironically, <laughs> the Sarah and or, yeah, Sarah and Casey together—they're quite an interesting team. You say, you know, Adam's kind of your punching bag on set, but mm. on camera, they've got this really interesting dynamic, this interesting chemistry. Mm. You know, where they don't quite seem to trust each other, but they have to trust each other. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, when they started off on such a bad foot, and I think. Um, I think although Sarah finds Casey obnoxious, um, <laughs> I think she still respects him deep down. I think they do have a respect for each other. They just don't want to show it. Um, yeah. But it, it's, it comes out in the truth serum. They have a couple of loving moments. It's funny. <laughs> that was that was really that was fun to watch. I really appreciate you talking with us, and I hope we get to talk to you again when we have some more new episodes. Yeah, hopefully we start shooting again soon. Yeah, or actually, when the canyon's going to come out too, we could we could um, maybe talk with you some more then. Yeah, definitely, that'd be awesome. Well, again, thanks a whole bunch, and uh, I guess we'll talk to you later. Okay, great, thank you. So, Mel, you mentioned it a bit at the beginning, but uh, what was that like talking with Yvonne? It was really fun. It was um, it was a little interesting because I had 
just come down with a cold, so I was having a little bit of trouble hearing her with all the congestion. But it was fun talking to her. She's really sweet. And as you can tell, she really enjoys being on the show and working with her coworkers. And she's very comfortable being a part of the boys club, as she said. I have to say one of the things that appealed to me about the show, I mean, of course, there's the action and there's a the comedy and that kind of thing. But there's such an obvious chemistry between the characters and, and obviously between the people. It makes for such an interesting dynamic in the show. Oh, absolutely. It was kind of neat to hear her say, you know, we just got together yesterday to film these new promos, which, of course, we've been seeing the results of that. And then, of course, the um, they were also filming the segments for when they host the shows when they air tomorrow night. Um, and she was talking about how much fun it was to see everybody again. And it was kind of a reunion. So you like to hear that, that the people that you enjoy so much on screen enjoy being around each other as well. Really, really exciting is that for our next podcast, which comes up Wednesday, January 30th, we're going to be featuring an interview with the music composer for Chuck. Honestly, the music for the show is incredible. It's practically another character on the show. It's so alive, you know? Absolutely. And he's a great guy. I talked with him already. He's uh, down to earth. And uh, I know you're going to have a great time with that interview. We do need to mention that the full transcript of Yvonne's interview is available at checktv.net and also at yvonnestrahovsky.net. This was just an excerpt of what all we talked about during our conversation. This is where we would usually read listener emails and questions, but since we don't have any yet, send them in. We also have some exciting contests that are, uh, we're planning for future, so make, make sure you bookmark checktv.net yvonnestrahovsky.net and www.checkpodcast.com so that you can always stay up to date on all of that. And make sure you hit the subscribe button in iTunes or on the site. Um, and actually, more than that, we'd love to have some positive feedback. You can vote for us at Podcast Alley and you can give us positive ratings on iTunes and that bumps us up in the in the list of top podcasts. It's because... Anybody who knows about the podcast gets the benefit from the podcast. And also, really, what's our goal with this podcast is we want more people to experience Chuck. And we want for those who know Chuck already to get to know him better because we want the ratings to get higher so that we get lots of Chuck in the future. Absolutely. So we're going to leave you with a little clip from the show. After this will be spoilers, so if you don't want to hear the spoilers, and we totally respect that, please stop the podcast now. You're not going to miss anything except for the spoilers. So thanks for joining us. We'll see you here next time at www.chuckpodcast.com. I just wish I knew something real about you. Can't you just tell me just one, two thing? Just, just one. Like, like where'd you grow up? Or, or if that's too much, and I, I get it, I get it. If that's too much, what's your, what's your name? What's your real name? Middle name. What's your middle name? Can't you just tell me your middle name? I'm gonna go and go get the napkins. Lisa. My middle name is Lisa. So now it's time for spoilers. Because Canadians have seen the show already, we're going to limit the spoilers to not very spoilery stuff. Mel, do you want to take episode 112? Absolutely. This one is Chuck versus the Undercover Lover. 
And in it, the we find out that the woman Casey loved but thought he lost in a bombing in Chechnya turns up during Team Bartowski's investigation of a Russian crime boss, Viktor Fedorov. As it turns out, though, Ilsa is also an undercover agent trying to bring down Fedorov's organization by posing as his fiance. Then when Casey and Chuck realize that Fedorov knows Elsa is an agent and plans to kill her, they attempt to foil the plan and save the girl. Meanwhile, Morgan confronts a drunken Ellie after she and Captain Awesome have a fight. And now, Liz, if you can give us episode 113. Okay. In Chuck versus the Marlin, Attack of the Finger Foods, Wienerlicious Sarah meets her match in Peter Palace Lizzie, who is definitely more than she appears. Although initially it appears that Big Mike's Marlin is the target of her operation, Soon, Lizzie realizes that Chuck is the real catch. To protect him, Casey and Sarah must allow the government to extract and transfer him to a secure location. Meanwhile, someone robs the buy more. Is it an inside job? And someone is getting engaged. Ooh. Wow, somebody's getting engaged. Any guesses who that is? We interviewed Julia Ling a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago. We asked her... There was a rumor that someone was getting engaged, and we asked her if we'd be seeing her again in a, a tuxedo featuring shorts anytime soon. And here's what she answered. With shiny, polished tennis shoes and a decorated bike reading Just Married, which is so not an answer. <laughs> so I guess we're just going to have to watch tomorrow night. And that about wraps it up. We'll see you next time. And please post your comments. Remember to say Liz is pretty. <laughs>